0: Babyface in the Heel is brought to you by Sleeves. Use code BACKLOG40 for 40% off your first order.
1: tooth jabroni you try taking me out with that z virus but you ain't keeping the alpha down brother
0: i i I am glad that you have a good sense of humor about it because jimmy t ain't trying to kill you he's just trying to weaken you weaken your soul a little bit you know what i'm saying he's just trying to you know what
1: brother you know what brother well, I know you, you can't beat me no other way. You might as well try to inject I, 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 me with the Z I, I, virus, I, I, malaria, freaking the simplest, AIDS. I don't give a goddamn. I'll still <laughs> lay the whack down right on your candy ass, and you know it for a fact. Now now you watch out, Ricky.
0: Ricky, you step in. You stepped in last week while I was trying to talk. Now you stop him.
1: You don't let him come over this table. You understand? <laughs> I, ain't I was to- watching last week, brother. Ricky <laughs> did a damn good job trying to keep up.
2: I I had big shoes to fill. I had big shoes to fill.
1: I, I, I got to say,
2: right.
0: it, it was one of our best shows yet, probably in the top two. But I'll tell you what, Ricky, you did one hell of a job. And I appreciate the officiating straight down the
1: middle, straight down the middle.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank
1: I'll you. tell you what, of all the shows, last week was definitely one of them. Yeah, oh, it was a pretty goodness. good one. But by, before we begin, before we begin. Um,
0: Jimmy just wants to mention uh, it it is with great sadness great sadness if I can uh, hit this button here that we pay our respects to the Rocky Johnson he was born in 1944 he lived until 2020 that's a hell of a long time what do you say
1: Yeah. that's a full life
0: that's a full life and he had a son I don't know if you've ever heard of him but he goes by the name Duane. And it seems to be pretty popular. He was in one of those movies with the driving cars. And, uh, you know, it's good for him to be able to see his son start to begin his career before he passes away. And I just want to say hats off to Rocket Johnson. If you smell what Jimmy Thompson's cooking, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yes. Yes. Also, with uh, great sadness, we lost uh, uh, a luchador, La Parka. We did. Now... I gotta ask you both a
0: question about this because um, was it the real Laparca, or are we talking about somebody else? Because I I I understand that there was two Parkas and I just don't know.
2: Um, this has to be. I believe this was the real Laparca.
0: know Lepark- do, do Do you recall Alpha him coming down the aisle with that chair, and he he do this? Oh my goodness. Leparka is a funny man and we're going to miss him. And we're going to miss the rock rocket Johnson. If you (laughs) smell
1: what Jimmy Thompson's cooking. (laughs) I'm right there with you, brother. I'm not going to try to make light of the situation. Yeah. 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 Like some of us do.
0: (laughs) Well, one of of us has got to be a baby face and one of us has to be the heel. And, uh, the babyface is known for showing up each and every week, putting on his coat, lacing up his boots, and talking to the fans while the, the heel, like Brock Lesnar, stays away for a week,
1: dipping you out of what, town. Buddy? Put your foot up right now. Show me you got a pair of boots on. The damn got me. <laughs> you probably don't even got any shoes on. <laughs> Jimmy don't wear no shoes. Jimmy wears yeah. socks. Yeah, he probably got hobbit feet. You don't waste no gosh damn boots.
0: Oh, Jimmy Thompson wow. knows how to walk. Ah, uh, so <laughs> so before Shorfield barefoot. Oh my god! <sighs> hey hey, it's the only way to find the fresh new seedlings. <laughs> so, uh, did y'all hear? Dynamite. Well, before before we get into dynamite, I want to talk about one other thing in the news. And uh, AEW signed an extension. Okay, that means Babyface in the heel is already rising to the top. AEW is going to be on TNT until 2023. How do you both feel about that? That's
1: some pretty damn good news. That's some damn good news. You know, Alpha. uh, It's electrifying news, brother, but I cannot help but think this news comes right on the coattail of the premiere. Ah. In the second okay. week, and now right before, the day before the third week of Babyface in the Heel. What do you think?
0: I, I I agree. I got to agree. I mean, there was a lot of similarities between Babyface in the Heel <laughs> and AEW Dynamite last night. We'll get into it today. But, Alpha, you know what I'm talking about. There was a whole lot going on that just makes me believe that they tuned in. And I got to say one more time, thank you to my friend Trent. He's one of my best friends and he is such a good guy to go on out, tell all the people behind the scenes at AEW about us, and to get everybody listening and watching. And we had hundreds of thousands of people tuning in over the last three weeks. Two weeks. Hundreds of thousands, I'm pretty sure, I checked. And we'll have Ricky run the numbers and tell us at the end of the show just how many we had here tonight. But I gotta say, Alpha, I'm seeing a lot of pink and blue over there in AEW. What do you say?
1: You got to stand right, brother. Did you see Scorpio sky representing the baby face in the heels official? Yeah. Blue and pink arm to arm, Jack. That's
2: right.
0: I'm going to have to get me one of those. I am going to have to get me one of those jackets and uh, Tony Khan. If you're, if you're listening right now, uh, size large, I'll wear it right on the show. I ain't paying a dollar for it.
2: <laughs> size extra large,
0: Alpha. What size you
1: wear, small? <laughs> yeah, not since I was 12. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: I'm sorry, I was talking about your Johnson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, we're it's all way
1: bigger than yours.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, well. Let's, I don't get know. Show, <laughs> let's,
2: let's get into this show, gentlemen.
0: Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now we we had Bash at the beach. And uh, if y'all remember Bash at the beach, it was a lot of fun. And uh at Bash at the beach, we started off with one of the most electrifying tag matches I have ever seen in my
2: life. What do you say? It was a pretty damn good. Good fucking
1: match, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I yeah. like that match, brother. That that was electrifying from the opening bell. I thought it was a little hard to follow. Uh, you got eight. eight you got eight people going at it at once, and I mean you know, it's it's nine, it's nine if you count Fresh Squeeze. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. It, it might
0: be tough to follow with only with with that eye patch on, but I mean I caught the whole thing, all the Dang. action, top to bottom, through the ropes. Behind the ropes, I gotta say, to see that man, hang, man, just <laughs> what? The? Oh my! What a man! What a specimen! And uh, whatever his tag team partner's name is, they just come on out and they just celebrate. And uh, they have one hell of a team, and they seem so solidified in how they're going to move forward, taking those belts from SCU. Tell me what you heard. Tell me what you've seen in this match, Alpha.
1: So with this match, I have to agree. I actually kind of like the tag team match of Hangman and uh, old Kenny Omega. But the match, it just didn't make any sense. What the... They were able to come in and go out whenever they want, but there was only two people legal <laughs> at once. That's AEW, man. Understand. I mean, I tell the you, it's great. I love the match, but but what was the point of even doing the tagging in this and that when they're allowed to just come in and go out whenever they want? They had to well, tag, but I mean, if somebody was to come in, yeah,
2: they couldn't disqualify them. It, it was it was a chaos
0: clusterfuck, and Jimmy Thompson loved every second of it. I got to say, it, you know, in AEW, it seems like uh, the referee is just um, there to help tell the story. And I am fine with that because uh, when you watch a WWE match, it's almost like the referee is the boss. And in AEW, you got some good damn fine referees. But they're just there to help tell a story. You know, they're just there to say, hey, get your ass up. The guy over there is going to tag in and, uh, you know, do your thing. Watch out because the guy's about to jump from the top rope. And uh, y'all got to catch him. You know, that's what the referee's doing here in AEW. That's what they're supposed to be doing. In WWE, these referees are over there saying, all right, now, yeah, I made a decision. You're going to lose this match. And uh, I, I, I I, just don't I don't, I don't like it over there. But I, I am digging this chaos. Who? who who stood out
2: in this match for you? Ricky, let's hear from you. By <laughs> far, the Young Bucks stood out to me. I mean, <laughs> they, uh, they they had high spot after high spot after high <laughs> spot with, uh, I don't know if anybody saw it, but I guess we'll get into it when we get to the high spot of the week. But Matt Jackson is absolutely crazy and damn near perfect with his high spots. And they did all the heavy lifting up until the end there. And I yeah. don't know, it's a little di- division going through uh team elite out there. I had to hit, I had to hit pause on Ricky space. Cause he's just too good looking and we just got to keep
0: looking at him. But uh, alpha, was there any uh, really good spots for you out there that you see today? Yesterday?
1: I'll tell you what, I like the whole match, but one thing that I did not like—I do not like the finisher of Omega and Hangman. That it's just a clunky finisher. They need to change that up. They need to change it to that. Uh, that uh old. What's this move that Omega does where he goes like that on somebody? Snapdrag. I think it's called a snapdrag. Yeah, snapdrag. Let, let me let me Google it. Yeah, that's just <laughs> uh, the uh the
0: the Kenny Omega snapdragon suplex and i wanted to call that out because as i watch it here on my little tablet that was one hell of a snapdragon
1: he snaps him so fast i thought he's gonna break your neck and he should damn near looks like it but they need to instead of doing that v trigger with the with the buckshot clothesline they need to do the buckshot clothesline into In that there into yeah. that That would be a much more electrifying finish. Tell me I'm right. (laughs) You're right.
0: You are right. You are
1: right.
2: You are right.
0: So, out of all these people down here on the bottom of my little disc, was there there a tag team? I'm trying to hint here at something because uh, I got to say, Ortiz and Santana have had some odd timing being introduced into AEW. They're one of the better tag teams. Uh, They are ranked number one coming into this. But they're like, Every week, they're just there hopping around the ring. And I got to tell you, they did a couple of moves. It scares the hell out of Jimmy when when they they run up, and then they jump on a middle rope, and then they jump on the top rope without touching nothing. And then they do one of these things, and it looks like they're going to just break the damn neck. And then they're doing a backflip off into the, the cement. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, out of all the people doing these moves, I got to say, they make my heart beat least. Uh, I, I don't fear them dying in the ring because they seem like they have a little bit of control. And I just got to say, I like the fact that they're very good men. They don't hurt nobody. They're respectful in the ring. And uh, I like Ortiz and Santana. I like what they stand for. You know I what, brother?
1: A look. I like Ortiz and Santana as well. <laughs> and I liked what Ortiz was doing with that hair of his today. Oh, you shoot that hair? It?
0: If I could do it, I would.
2: I tried it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, really, <laughs> really, brother.
2: Oh, it was a many, many moons, <laughs> there, sir. <laughs> it was a long time ago.
0: You know, there there's another spot in this match that I have to call out. And uh I'm hearing myself in my, my echo here, but I did that on purpose so I can listen to my voice. But uh the nine man suplex, I gotta say, was that cheesy or was that awesome? What, what, what do we, what do we feel? How do
1: we feel? I thought it was awesome. The you <laughs> had the four on four; they were going yeah. rugby style at each other, and then the hottest gosh damn commodity in all of wrestling comes in, breaks the tie for the bad guys, and uh, and sends the good guys over. <laughs> now, Did you see? He didn't use no hands.
0: He never, he doesn't have to. He put, he kept his hands in his pockets and all he did was use a little bit of sugar juice up and over and the whole damn thing just went up to the sky and fell down to the ground. I got to say that was one innovative maneuver, Jimmy. Jimmy. (laughs) Now, now I want to hit on pause on Ricky, but I don't know if he's ready yet. So Ricky, you let us know. Uh, when you're ready to be unpaused and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do that. So to wrap it all up, we got the, uh, the tag team of Omega and page to, to win this one. They now go on to meet SCU. And uh, I think, I think they're starting to build themselves, but there's a, there's a little bit of a thing. Jimmy wants to talk about later on in the show. Uh, and it has to do with hangman page. We ain't going to bring it up right now, but. Uh.
1: Cause it hits home, doesn't it, brother? <laughs> Uh So, so what do we
0: got next? Next, oh, next, next we
2: got the high spot of the week.
0: No, 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 no. We're walking. We're walking into. Uh, we're gonna step through the the, the event real quick. Um, uh, oh, I want. I want to kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that way, the people who who uh, are here for Jimmy and not here for AEW, you understand, uh, they can understand what we're talking about. And the people here for Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> That's everybody, brother. Oh, (laughs) shit. Yeah. Oh, my My, goodness. You might want to raise that chair a little bit. I'm looking down on you like a king. (sighs) So what did you have to say about Cody Rhodes coming on out, letting everybody know he wants to get whipped?
1: (laughs) That's one of the weirder storylines, I think, is, is the whipping thing.
2: I could have done without it.
1: Put <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in the cage mat, with odd, with odd law, that's fine. I can't can't fight him till revolution. That's fine, but the uh, the whipping, the whipping I, thing I, is. Uh, I, I, I hope the,
2: they I, they I, take I, it one I, step too far, guys. They took it one step too far. That's all.
0: Well, we'll see how they deliver because. It really depends on, on the scenario and how it, it plays out. Um, I think, obviously, they're using the fuel. This is like kindling on a fire. They're trying to get noticed. Um, I, I do feel that AEW is smarter than this to, uh, to, uh, to actually go through with and actually uh, offend people at the end of the day. But
1: we will see. We will see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do it. I mean, he's gonna take his belt off and whip Cody Rhodes, <laughs> and no. uh, I mean that can hit people on so many different levels that I'm yeah. sure Jenny Thompson's fine with, but uh, some might be uncomfortable watching. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. A little you know, bit. <laughs> I, I gotta give a little
0: shout out here. Uh, one of my one of my good friends. Uh, a uh, real deal. We call him. Um, Back in the day, he, he knew how to take an extension cord or a belt right across the back. Uh, it, it is for show, and I think Cody just wants to let everybody know that he's willing to take the pain and punishment to put this whole entire organization over, and I tip my cap t- to Cody Rhodes. But I do believe the MJF might just end his career with those whips right into the buttocks. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> You think it'll be to his butt or to
2: his back? Uh it better be his back. He he's gonna
0: whip he's gonna whip him in the ass. Right in the ass. And, and that's what that's how they're gonna make it funny. I don't know. So uh all right, I I I, I ain't gonna comment too much on this next pot, but uh Alpha. Joey Janella, what the what the hell was that?
1: You know Joey Janela has promise. He has my favorite match in all of AEW—the one on Dark against Sean Spears, best match in AEW history. Yeah. And I feel like he can cut a promo, <laughs> but he does that, and I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> what's going? <on? laughs> it's like I—I I don't think he has a condition, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's weird. <laughs> I, Get
0: that man an inhaler. <laughs> I, I noticed uh, a trend, trend with AEW following the, the pattern of uh, babyface and the heel with uh, Ricky Reed from MMA Marks as our referee. I noticed the trend that they always have a match with at least one opponent on each side and a referee in the middle. And I noticed that they're copying our style. Um, and I also noticed that they're doing a heck of a lot of promos this week. And because they're trying to get that prize promo of the week, I I, I do got to say that that Joey Janela just does not cut it right now. Okay, maybe later. That's what I say to Joey Janela. But I, I'm over here expecting a little bit of, ooh yeah. And
2: I get a little bit of, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Joey, <JJ, laughs> for following us. Love the follows. <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> you know, Joey, Janella. Joe Janela, real quick, just to dive into
0: what he was talking about. He's over here talking to uh, Penelope Ford saying, and, 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 and I, I just don't care for Penelope Ford. She' a little bit uh, not not that attractive, a little bit dangerous to put on screen. You're going to drive away some viewers. And, uh, you know, I guess he's his ex-girlfriend. And one of the things Joe Janela talked yeah. about quite a
1: if Penelope Ford is not attractive, who are you attracted to, bro?
0: Oh, you need to have some power and some some kicks awesome. and some. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a little too much. I, I'm more of a Nile of Rose person myself. You know, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm not attracted to ha- that one. You got to have some power is all I got to say. Jimmy T just likes a, he doesn't like this little dainty tension uh, and, and uh, pretending, hiding. You know, like the, the, the Butcher and the Blade, they got themselves Bunny. And uh, she's okay, but she's a little, you know, uh, just not my style. But, uh, but Joey Janela talked about how she liked to punch him in the balls. And, he, and he, <laughs> he used the term balls a couple times. And I just got to say, I really like it. I am looking forward to that match next week, Mr. Ray Phoenix really and Joey like Janela. Yeah, and they're going to be on a cruise ship. I can't wait. Because, uh,
1: you know, I hope maybe- Joey Janela gets thrown right off that gosh damn cruise ship by a hurricane rata from the Lucha brother. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't happen, you know, brother, I might be out. I might be out and say he does Just straight,
0: straight murder. Just straight murder. Well, I mean, we'll see. But he did say he's going to show that he's a bad, bad boy. And, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see about that. Jimmy, Jimmy has a hesitation here. He's going to wait. Wait and see. He does cut a good match, not a good promo.
1: Maybe he's going to be the one getting spanked right on that little butt of his. He's I, a I bad, be- bad boy. <laughs> 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 I, I bet. <laughs> all right,
0: all right, all right. So, all right uh, so, what's
2: the next match? Next match, fellas. Where are we at? <laughs> Alpha, I'll well, you take it Nightmare uh, Collective, Brandy yeah, Roach, yeah. and Mel take yeah. it on. Uh, Chris Statlander uh, and uh, Sheeta. Now,
0: now you see, you see our background here. Uh, we actually, uh, if you, if you take a look at Bash the Beach's logo, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, but you factor it all in. We got this straight. Statlander herself took a video recording of the Andromeda galaxy, sent it to me. And that what you see in the background right there is her hometown. And I got to say, Coming from parts unknown, coming from the undead, wherever. She's coming from the Andromeda
1: Galaxy. That's a long drive. Can we talk just for a second about how corny that gimmick is? Yes. I think yeah, we need to. Because Gim- what do you mean gimmick? Oh, come on, brother. It's a gimmick. It's more of a gimmick <laughs> than that freaking <laughs> thing hat you got on. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh oh
2: gonna let him talk
0: to you like that jimmy you know I, I i just bide my time he knows he knows what i can do to him i see him drinking that little dilly juice
1: come on let's see what you got oh you know you, you, got. Yeah, you, you oh. <laughs> all right scared. talk 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 all right, Talk, all, right, yeah. all right,
2: gentlemen, gentlemen dude, our, It's like,
1: I'm she, like she got that entrance video. It's like aliens from the carnival game floating on there. And then she's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she just a little boopy boop on her nose. Uh, boop. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Jimmy Thompson likes it. She got those those legs and the power. And we all know what we all know what Ricky was looking at. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs>
1: yeah, Luther. Oh!
0: <laughs> oh shit. Let's
1: talk about that too for a minute. Oh, they man. had him coming out, walking out to the ring with him. He's literally just sitting on a chair watching as as a uh, that big girl on the Nightmare Collectives getting jumped off a chair, getting eaten in the face and Luther's just like you know,
0: uh last week we got to talk a little bit about Luther and Ricky mentioned about where he came from. And uh, you know, I Jimmy don't know. Jimmy don't Jimmy don't care about no Luther. And uh, you know, I that they, they are not doing him a service, uh, having him getting his ass kicked by women. Um he he has not done one thing that's scary or terrifying. <laughs> and, and and you know, maybe maybe in the future we will be able to see some Luther, but my goodness. I am embarrassed for that man. I am just embarrassed. He, he got taken out by one hit from a kendo stick from Sheeta with that whale tail.
2: And I don't know. I, I, made I just. Sense. This, this I, match, this match, I got to tell you guys, this match made no sense to me at all. No. This Nightmare it, Collective. And and I got to ask you too. I mean, did you guys watch the whole match? Oh, you yeah. Know, oh, a, I watched the whole yeah. thing, brother. Yeah. I, who, eyes who, glued. Who were they putting over? Are they putting <laughs> over Mel? With the big big Nightmare Collective, or are they putting over Stratlander?
0: Sheeta. The they're putting world. over. They're putting over Sheeta silently. She's the number one contender. But no, they are. They are. I am. I, I, I believe it. it. I would not have known it. <laughs> they 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 were, but um, I I think that uh, with the with the Nightmare Collective, okay, they're trying to distance, uh, they're trying to distance Brandy Rhodes from Cody, okay. That, that that's the first thing. Uh, Cody got his new manager. He's got a double A on Anderson, and uh, they're trying to separate those two for some reason. I don't know why. I think that's a good team, but now you got Brandy Rhodes and all these weirdos coming out with her like they're part of uh, the Dark Order or something. And I, I, it is a confusing storyline with the Nightmare Collective. Mel, um, I, I she don't look, she looks like a mom. Just got out the the, the soccer game come on in the ring, a little pissed off, shave her head, you know, I I, I don't know. Uh, and Luther just did not come across as um, anything terrifying. I mean, if he had a bit cheetah in the mouth, just rip half her cheek off or something, I would have said, oh, shit, okay, this guy's a nut. But, um, yeah,
1: no. No. What do you? Yeah, think I'm right you? there with you. This match, it made no sense why... <laughs> Luther's supposed to just, the whole point of him being there was just to stop her on the ramp and then get hit with a stick and then be out. <laughs> and then there's no awesome calm. Uh, she's no. probably on the beach catching some, some rays somewhere. Cause that's what the nightmare Collector does probably on the free time. <laughs> and it's just uh, how, how bad who who wrote this freaking match? I,
0: I, I don't know. They're trying to get, Statlander and Sheeta over to trying to make uh but I, but I don't understand just with uh, the whole Brandy Rhodes. Um, she used to come out all dolled up. Now she's coming out looking a little bit witchy and uh, we'll see. Uh, this is a, we'll see for me because um, she, she's obviously uh, highly promotable and her team is probably, this is probably, uh, you know, women out there, close your ears, but uh I think this storyline might be written by a woman.
2: <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. I, I mean, I'm just saying, because it seems very, very uh, centralized on some weird shit <laughs> that I just, I just don't get. And uh, this might be really entertaining to the ladies. And, uh, maybe it's trying to draw on that crowd. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a lady on to talk about has, that one day.
1: Has anybody ever figured out why uh, awesome Kong was cutting in women's hair? having a clue no Haven't just clue. Depends, just
0: you know it's just say uh, we got the power you're you're on AEW. We we'll signed you up you gotta get your hair cut and then they're like but I like my hair and they say no 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 we're just gonna cut your hair
1: that like I don't you got a bald head Jenny Thompson just so you can nah. yourself from the nightmare Collective I got a full head of hair. <laughs> Ball yeah,
0: bro. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> oh. All right. So the Statlander got the win, pulled off the victory. And I, I do gotta say uh one thing real quick about this one. Um I, I I we we talked about it a little bit, but uh that running strike from Sheeta didn't even come close. to about two feet away. Um I can't I can't tell if the Nightmare Collective's supposed to be good or bad. I, I just don't know. I mean I, I assume and presume bad. But uh I, I, you know, uh, Brandy Rhodes a babyface. She's been a while. Oh, she is a fan favorite. Um uh, JR. JR was on top of his game today, okay, last night. He 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 called it out. They they did a thing where the referee had his back turned and uh they both got in the ring, Mel and Brandy, and they started attacking uh, Sheeta. and yeah. and and they did a a secret switch tag, right? And Jr. was just like, "What the hell? Why? Why? I don't understand why they did that. Because uh, why? Do, you had control. Why don't you just go over and make the tag?" And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I thought it was awesome, but this was also the first time, <laughs> right in the middle of the match, they just cut right to commercial, and uh was it
2: really uh, a match I mean it's,
0: it's, uh, <laughs> if they're going to do filler. it if they're going to do it this is probably the match to do it in um, Yeah. but uh, I will say the last move of the match you may not like Statlander but that power driver was pretty devastating and it had shades of uh, broken necks everywhere
1: yep. I have in my notes right now that that finisher is actually pretty cool it's like a tombstone pile driver, but like from out of this world. Ah, from the Andromeda
0: Galaxy. She's got your hook now. Oh, she yeah, yes.
1: the legs work, yeah. And then she does the pile driver. I mean, one, like the most one thing, thing I've
0: ever seen. Uh, one thing I got to say, Jimmy's got to say is uh, in WWE, there's a rule, right? Can only do certain moves X number of times a night. Uh, can only... The, the the pile driver is pretty much off limits, and AEW just eating that shit up. Everyone's just doing fucking pile drivers from the top rope, just everywhere they go. Pile drivers jump, same maneuvers, jump. Everyone's doing each other's finishers. Uh, it's just amazing to see that uh, you know the control is given to the wrestlers as opposed to being told. What do you think?
2: I like it. I like it that way. The wrestlers need to make their own own uh, moves up. And there, there should be no uh, yeah. creative stunt, stunting of the character. That's how you build up their yeah, creativity I, in the character. Just letting the wrestlers do their moves. Yep, you get like, that for a
1: reason. They probably we're, we're, let them do extra pile drivers on the, on the Nightmare Collective Women because, let's be I, honest, they uh, are they they're boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want y'all
0: to notice something here. I put a little poison in Alpha's drink. It comes on back, and we're all getting along. We're all talking. We're all smiling. It's all nice. (laughs) Jimmy Jimmy wins again. Now, now take a look. Take a look down below. What do you think of the Dark Order?
2: I was unaware Uh, that the Dark Order had a boss. I thought it was going to be Uno, uh, but I was sadly mistaken.
1: Nope, it's J. Merrill Jones. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: Vader himself coming on out from the dead. Imagine if it was James Earl Jones, like legit. That'd be funny.
1: That would be kind of funny, brother. (laughs) Who do you think? Now, see, I'm sitting here thinking Evil Uno is fat hardy, and now they're introducing this old guy with the turtleneck pitching. Nope, that that guy's been around. James Earl
0: Jones. The guy with the turtleneck, uh, he's been on a lot of promos that you can go see over there on uh, jointhedarkorder.com. And uh, Jimmy signed up. You know, he's waiting for his call. Um, <laughs> You're I, the one
1: person on earth <laughs> that's getting you <laughs> nine to join the Dark Order, brother. <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm, too, I'm too dark for them. I got a crazy mind. I don't know if they <laughs> could handle what Jimmy Thompson's ready to do. But, uh... They they need a. We talked about this last week. They need a mouthpiece, and I think what they're trying to do with this dark order is uh, build up that mouthpiece. Now, obviously, everybody knows we're going to talk real here on that. But uh, <clears throat> I bet that's going to be Matt Hardy. I think that 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 that's who they're going to bring in, and he's going to be broken, Matt Hardy. Which I don't care for broken Matt Hardy too much, but uh, I know the fans out there do. And um, this guy right here. I, I don't know what his role is gonna be, but if he don't come out and get on the goddamn mic, I'm gonna be upset. Cause he's funny as fuck.
1: Do you think evil Uno is Matt Hardy or do you think the voice is Matt Hardy?
0: The voice oh. is gonna be somebody else. Um these two okay. have been these two been pounding around a long time now in the indies, even back before Uno was fat. Okay. They've been together. Uh the other guy had hair. Um, oh, they've been around for a while. I don't know about all this the, the the green masks building a chair. I don't know where they came from. I don't know who they are. Uh, are she's you talking like a, this
1: guy in purple diaper and evil Uno?
0: I am. Yes. I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he wants to be just like uh, Raymond Rowe, otherwise known as Eric, the War Raider from War Machine. He looks like he's from from got the a purple and diaper
1: on, and he smeared some baby <laughs> food on his face—probably some prunes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Holy keep it going shit. I, I want to sit in this chair I, I want a seat right there That looks comfy The
1: old Paul Abdul chair from Bruno <laughs> <laughs> That was a good movie Oh, shit All right, all
0: right. But uh, Dr. Order cutting a promo I think that's good to see Trying to build them up We'll see who that is
1: Yeah, I'm stopping you right here Right now, brother the Dark Order—they need to just stop doing those damn promos and act like they never even showed up. Change their storyline, do something else because it's the cringiest thing in AEW. I don't. I disagree. Long oh, no. term, American Collective is pretty close. It is it's pretty close, close, but brother, it's no cigar. The <laughs> Dark Order is the worst thing in AEW. I'll watch any women's match before. I I got put that over. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. (laughs) So what do we think about the next match? Let's just
0: move on. I I, I, I built a little graphic here uh, to tell us what's going to happen in the card. So we had a a little bit of a tournament coming up between Sammy and this other weird guy over here. I don't know who he is, but uh, the fans seem to like him. And, uh, that guy right there with a the skateboard and that bastard, I don't think he has a, a real dad. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like John Snow to me, if you know what I'm saying.
2: All right. So you're talking about <laughs> PAC, Darby <laughs> Allen, Sammy Guevara and John Moxley.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we got to see a little bit of the, of the bubbly coming on out and, um, well, let's see who 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 got to wrestle first. We got uh,
2: Sammy Guevara yeah. taking on John Moxley. There we go.
0: There we go. And so, what do you think? Got th-
1: that under control, brother?
0: No, I don't. I don't. Je- I hired Jeff to teach me. You <laughs> <laughs> see how I, you know,
1: you know how it goes. Shoot, Jeff would the- have this thing smooth. Not t- tell me what would Jeff
0: think of Sammy Guevara. Would he? Would he give him a call? Now I know
1: for a fact that (laughs) that Sammy Guevara is the best talent up and coming that AEW has. The boy can wrestle his sculpted body off and I'll tell you what Sammy Guevara can sell better than anybody else in AEW.
0: He he didn't have to this match. He beat the shit out of that other guy. I I got that in my notes. We got to talk about that brother. You know, tell us a little bit. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can
1: you tell us
2: a little bit about now, that? Now
1: I don't know what happened. I'll tell you what. I don't know what happened to AEW's writing this week, brother. Because every single week before this, John Moxley has basically just had a squash match. I mean, his match with Trent Trent was competitive, whatever. But he's just been squashing jabronis left and right. And then Sammy Guevara. The Spanish guy, he's been getting squashed. He's been—I mean, everybody just kicks his ass. He—he he has a few good moves that he does, a Dustin <clears throat> Dustin Rhodes here and there, but it's a squash match ba- basically. But now this week, for whatever reason, the Spanish God is just beating the shit out of John Mox. Yeah, I, and I don't—I don't,
0: Ricky. What—what what, what did you get out of that? It, it, John Mox is supposed to be this warrior, and uh, Sammy Guevara—I mean tore him up.
2: I'm thinking that Sammy Guevara has his stock has went up tremendously,
1: tremendously from
2: this match, even though he lost. I mean, that leap from the ground to the top rope to a Spanish fly was just unbelievable. I mean, the athleticism alone gets it, raises his stock. And the fact that he was getting his ass beat prior or before all this stuff uh, that that needs to go out the window, and they need to move on with this guy being a threat from now on. I, I but, like I like sam Guevara. He 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 does uh, showboat a little too much, but I think we can get that under control. That that can be taught with uh, Chris Jericho's uh, tutelage.
0: Yeah, that's that's his style. That's his style. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I I, I did want to comment on this match. I mean, they're they're hyping this match up. They got. Two of the hottest guys. And they cut to commercial. It cuts to commercial mid-match, and they come back from commercial. Now, the thing never works on this TNT.com drama. And uh, it doesn't work. You can't see the play-by-play in the commercial. They say it, JR, every time. We're going to watch the match while the commercial. Nah. And then they come back from commercial, and they sit there in the commercial. Moxley hit a superplex off the top bro. How in the how in the hell are you gonna do a superplex off the top rope
2: during a commercial? Drives me nuts. I don't know. Despicable. It's despicable. Now is that now is that that begs the question. Are they calling the matches during the match? Meaning, are the wrestlers themselves calling the match as they go and the production team doesn't know where to cut and where the big spots are going to be. Or, I, 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 I imagine a big whip I, from production. Yeah, no, I,
0: I imagine it's based off the time because every, in AEW, they do the, uh, this match is 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And then they say 10 minutes remaining. They probably know they got themselves 10, 12 minutes into the match, uh, pre-planned. And when they, you know, they can do whatever they want, right. During this period of time. Um, uh, and uh, there's probably certain moments that they have to get on TV. But to Alpha, what do you say?
1: Now, I tell you what, I think I know why they're doing this mid-match uh, commercial thing. I bet you they get more money from advertisers if they do a commercial mid-match. Oh, yeah. Now, I think they're calling the match as they go. They have, they have probably their spots planned out and this and that, but they're choosing to spread them out throughout the match, and they just can't help but have the commercial mid-match because you probably get twice as much in ad revenue if you do it mid-match rather than between matches.
2: Yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. sense.
1: That makes sense.
0: So so they wrap it up with, uh, you know, some Fazi sucks chants and, <coughs> and uh, you know, you get yourself uh, Guerrero, uh, whatever his name is, Guevara getting tapped out really quick. I love that yeah. front, front plant DDT. That was pretty nice. Guevara selling the shit out of it. Uh, Moxley gets the win. But then what happens, Ricky? What happens after Moxley gets the win?
2: The place goes completely black.
1: What, what, what happened
2: here? What? Oh. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> then we have the whole inner circle in the ring. Just Ready breathing down Moxley's neck. And then we got Santana and Ortiz grab up Moxley. Hold him as a... Uh, the undefeated MMA fighter Jack Hager just field goals uh Moxley's nuts. Oh, and then yeah. uh, and then they continued to beat down Moxley. He thought he, he, thought he was Joey Janella <laughs> right in the balls.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you got well, Jericho taking off a spike from his jacket and jams it right into the eye of Moxley. Now, I don't know if he's gonna be ready for that uh, for that cruise I, for Jericho.
0: I I think I gotta take on the elephant in the room. Alpha. Let's hear what it, they, brother. What? what are they doing? They're trying to make themselves the baby face in the heel. What is this? Moxley yeah, getting telling, stabbed
1: in the eye. I'm telling you what, this show, AEW Dynamite, with their contracts extension, now they're making one eyed uh, superstars. <laughs> I brother they're stealing everything we're doing and i'm fine with it it's what we're going for but i don't know how i feel about it brother
0: i mean the the guy's gonna come out with an eye patch and a pink headband next week i bet on that boat and if he does i'm gonna be talking to tony Khan myself because that's just a little bit of bullshit
1: there's stealing a gimmick, and then there's just straight swagger jacking the alpha, the greatest and highest paid esports athlete of all time, brother. Just straight jacking.
0: All right, all right. So, so uh, we'll talk at the end. Uh, you know they do a little things, so we'll we'll get back to that. But uh, we had ourselves one heck of a funny moment coming up. Six man tag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 we oh finally.
0: We finally yeah. got to see.
1: What's I don't know. worse? What's worse? Diamond Dallas Page's skin shirt or <laughs> the fact that this QT Marshall brother, his gimmick is an apple. Which is worse? I, 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 I wrote that down myself. It come out. Got the Apple Beezus logo.
0: <laughs> he's, got a, he's got himself the Applebee's logo, and and, and he's got a green apple. They don't even have a red apple. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, J- 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 Jimmy was dying. I was laughing, and he does his little flips. QT uh, Marshall's like, he is a good man. I'll tell you, he's been around for a while. I've been watching him following his career, and it's uh, he's at the top.
1: What is his career, brother? You <laughs> hired him from Applebee's. He's freaking so he's just like, let's just take this logo because I'm an Applebee's waiter. I'm gonna just flip it over and then carry a green apple. I, I swear to God, I ain't I ain't lying. When that
0: thing came up on the screen, I thought it was just an Applebee's logo before the show. <laughs> I swear, uh, not even joking. I, I was laughing so hard.
1: DDP Yoga sponsor Applebee's.
0: I almost fucking died when he came out with a green apple. I don't know why, because his logo had a red apple and he had a green <laughs> apple. He tossed it up in the air and I was like, what the fuck is that? What is that? I eat apples. Good. What the fuck this is this wrestling? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <Reincarnated>. <laughs> oh, but we got to see ourselves the butcher and the blade, the champion tag team coming on out with those mustaches and stuff. And then he got that other guy, whatever his name is, the guy that was on Rosie O'Donnell. Are you talking about Michael Jacob Friedman? What uh, J.R. was calling him, Michael Jacob Friedman. <laughs> he kept uh, Maxwell. <laughs> but J.R. was just, oh, my goodness.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. When he does that, he calls him by the gosh damn wrong name. Michael Jacob Friedman is good. Like, brother, come on. I thought
2: he was going to call <laughs> Michael J. Fox for the longest time. That,
0: that would have been good. You know, uh, it's funny because you, you mentioned Apple and I had that in my notes. But did you see MJ's shirt coming out before he came out oh, to the ring? Oh, brother. Oh, Lordy, Lord. I banged Dallas's daughter. That's the shirt that man wore. To
1: that the ring. Good uh, tip, brother. I need to find me that on AEWTs.com. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. So, Ricky, what happened here? What, what was going on?
2: So, we got Butcher and a Blade <coughs> and MJF pretty much uh, taking taking the brunt of this. I'll tell you what, between Dustin Rhodes and DDP, that is how you book a nostalgic old yeah. guy's match. <coughs> I mean, they book they did, I mean, Dallas is what, 60 some years old? and yeah, he's double that. And and, and I was gonna say,
0: I was gonna say forty nine. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Diamond
1: Dallas Page was wearing a shirt during the match. It was
0: it was was so weird looking around his waist like a little bit (laughs) of (laughs) it was. Yeah, but I gotta say, okay, we joke, we make fun, but Diamond Dallas Page is a legend. Uh, Dustin Reynolds is a legend now, and these guys put on a show. You had a cannonball coming off the, the, the whatever the hell, uh, off the apron. The, these people, <laughs> it, Dustin Reynolds just, uh, he launches himself. And I got to say, he doesn't look like the kind of guy who says, I'm going to go head first into a cement floor. But he is. He's selling his heart and soul for this company. And I love it.
1: What is it about Dustin that makes him, he uh-huh. looks like he's flying around in the ring. Is it because he's six foot six or what? He, he's got a style. He's always had it all the way back to
0: gold dust. Where uh, you know he he throws his body into the ropes with all his weight. When he runs, he does. He lunges at the ropes. It's a it's a kind of like when Bret Hart used to run into the turnbuckle. You know, everyone else runs and lands in the back every single time. Bret Hart face first, shoulders up, bam. You know, some some of these guys just have a style. And 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 uh, Dr. Like I, I like to call him Dr. Dustin Runnels. Uh, he he. He goes off those roofs with all his weight and comes out launching. And I love it. And he does stuff. Is that
1: what Ooh. it is? I just like the way he moves around that ring, bro. It's
2: very long. Very long style. Very long. I he is a big man. Really big. And all his moves are very, very big in general.
0: Now, now we, 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 we're kind of glossing over one of the best moments of the night. And uh, I got to say,
1: Everybody's... G-G-B-
0: yeah. Ricky, what did he do? What did he do?
2: His old <laughs> ass climbed to the top of the ropes and dove off like he was 20 years old. <sighs> he did that belly smacker right off the top rope. I, I I got a... That's a tip of the cap
0: from Jimmy T. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that movie, uh, Nacho
1: Libre? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nacho. Jack White goes like this off the top and gets a uh, old... Uh, Ramses, he jumped like this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) DDP was eating them eagle eggs before the match. And then he just did that belly smacker. Right at that group of people. I got to say, because, you know,
0: before he climbs up there, he's got to say, what the hell am I about to do? Uh, I don't know if they (laughs) practice. I don't know what goes into DDP getting in that ring, but... uh, brother when he jumps off that top rope he's got to be thinking this could be it they don't catch me the yoga's over
2: (laughs) (laughs) the yoga's over
0: (laughs) they start doing himself some crack cocaine just like uh razor ramon Uh razor ramona had to take care of him you know what i'm saying so uh hats off absolutely that was a, a a pretty good high spot of the night i gotta say ddp we laugh we joke but uh Guy's almost 50 years old, jumping off the top rope. Got to give him credit.
1: It's pretty good. Alpha, who won? I had written down for my high spot. Who who, who won the match, though? Oh, MJF.
2: After that high spot with DDP, they replayed it like three times. And within the replay of you concentrating on that high spot, MJF rolled up Applebee's and uh, (laughs) and got the one, two, three.
1: Did you uh, see that- the replay, though? That dude was like in the ring, like. What? Watch your head, watch your head, Alpha.
0: <laughs> you're gonna hit your head on that studio up
1: there. I'm right. I went right behind it, brother. I know. I know how high it is. Up, my head goes behind it.
0: Okay, good. See, look, good.
1: It's like behind it. Dude, you're see growing. That- you're growing. <laughs> behind it, brother. Al- what you He's wearing? Lying. Holy shit, Alpha. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Well, what do you mean what I'm wearing? I'm wearing my custom sleeves arm and my custom sleeves pink tights, brother. That's what I'm wearing. Put the oh, hold, hold on. Put the package away. Use code word backlog at sleeves.com to save 40% off your first order.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: I don't know what the hell's going on, but my... My Google Assistant just started going all crazy. Anyways.
2: <laughs> I'm here. Hold on. We all good? Is everything going good? Uh, you look the distance there, Jimmy. Daylight's trying to hack a stream. Uh, I'm over here
0: hey. trying to host the show. All of a sudden, Daylight's comes on in. I don't know if you heard it. But Daylight, you stay the fuck out of our stream, you understand? Stop hacking. <laughs> Pro- probably before we get too carried away here is a good time to talk about. Tell
1: about my brother Diamond Daylight's page. <laughs> <laughs> the ain't, guy
0: ain't any good at any of those video games. Jimmy T says it here. But uh, I, I just want to call out real quick. If you haven't had a chance to try Jimmy T's Creamy Sweet Corn. It you is. You
2: realize that is a green can of
0: corn. Just, no, no, no. Just. No. This is all corn. It's made of corn. And if you know better, Ricky, everything you drink and eat has some corn in it. That's how Jimmy T's getting so rich. Okay? He's walking around the finest beaches because he's got the corn. Now, you everybody... Get corn. You got the corn. I'll give you that. You got the corn. Everybody can see this. All you got to do you ever get those triangle can openers? Do they still have those today? Little triangle. You cut your goddamn finger off, trying to open it up. You just crack one side, you crack the other side, and you tip her on back. You don't even need to warm her up. I say, you're just 10 seconds in the microwave. More, you know. It make it kind of sparks a little bit. I think it's the the energy. <laughs>
2: Anyways, Jimmy, Jimmy T's. Test, Jimmy T.
1: <laughs> I got two wires. Q you. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about this match. I got something I gotta tell talk about, something important. Let's hear. Let's hear. What I you got two things I gotta talk about about this uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Butcher Blade match. Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page is still over. That man is still over. Yeah. But why do they have two pops of a firecracker for his pyro? Why don't they give that man some decent pyro? I mean, that, that 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 was what it was, right? Pop, pop, bang, diamond cut off. And he does
0: do the diamond cutter of steel. But uh, I'm a little worried he'd probably slip
1: a disc. Whew. Yeah, I agree. So we also got to talk about when that butcher guy gets in the ring <laughs> and he does that, what is he doing there? He's like <laughs> dropping to a knee and walking around like that. What is that called? And I kind of like.
2: I like a style. I, I don't know. Uh, that, that reminds I'll, me of the amateur days and amateur <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. <where> you, <laughs> we see all them kids taking practice shots. Around. <laughs> when, you, when you
0: get a moment, get a moment. and – and this is not for the not for the viewers. This is between the three of us. Go look at that man. Google him up. You know, just uh, take a look and uh, check him out. He, he doesn't look nothing like him. It's funny. I I, I gotta give that man some respect because he comes on out looking like a butcher, but uh, in his real life he don't even feather up his mustache. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. All right,
2: all right. So. Uh... What happened after this? Oh, we got ourselves a promo. Now, I want to rewind just a second
0: because the Dark Order named some names, all right? The Dark Order named Nakazawa and uh, Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler as the next people they're going to try to acquire. But it was weird to me that they mentioned Adam Page being the number one guy that they're trying to acquire into the Dark Order. And then you have yourselves a promo with SCU and Adam Page comes on in, spills his bubbly all over Christopher Daniels.
2: They're pulling the drunk angle. What do you think? One of the better promos of the night, I thought. Yeah. Yep. Definitely, uh, it added to the storyline and gave SCU some motivation.
1: What What did you like about the promo?
2: I liked the fact that it took the pressure off of the champions and made it more about the stars berating the champions. That's that's how I liked it. I mean, because we both know that Adam Page and Kenny Omega is the stars. So they need to push the story. And their job is to take over the champions. And the champions didn't have to do much. I can, I think they could do without the Christopher Daniels. I, I, I really do. I think SCU will get along just fine without Christopher Daniels. but. <clears throat> um, but what about this, know, whole, what this whole Kenny
0: Omega coming in at the end and being like, hey, everybody, we're going to have a gentleman's match. Uh, come on. What is that? I, I couldn't I care know, for that.
2: I, I, I don't care for it either. You need to pick a side. If you're going to be a heel, be a heel. If you're going to be a baby face, be a baby face. Yep. Pick one. Other than baby fish. Lukewarm water and needs to be spit I, out. I, right over here. Take a look
0: at the baby fish. Oh, the star of the show. I don't even have to bring my gold to taunt it and flaunt it. I got it right down here. I'm sitting on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's gotta prop your ass up. Yeah, right, brother. We all know who's got 28 pounds of solid gold wrapped around their waist, Uh-oh. and there's only one. Oh. A baby smooth looking baby face in this organization. Oh, he's sitting right between <laughs> us right here. Look at that baby
0: face looking down at his own junk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna be the first and one to say know. it right now. Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian cannot cut a promo. No, correct. You're, you're, but they're champions. What, they are
0: champions. They're a good team. Good team. Good tag team. I like. I like seeing them wrestle.
1: So I agree. I, I like when Scorpio Sky does a standing drop kick. It's probably the best standing drop kick I've seen. It is. It's good. It is good.
0: Now, I, n- I, I, I don't know this next match. I have no idea what this was all about. Um, what were they trying to do here?
2: You talking about Pac and Darby Allen? Yeah. What? What
0: is this match? It's the the end of the end of the night. Uh, we've already got the main event
2: what is this Th- this was the main event what i i thought i mean this was who are these two i don't even know
1: this hey. match seemed to me like an afterthought I-, I i'm gonna go out and say it i didn't think that this met ma- this episode of aew dynamite uh lived up to the bar they've set with other knights really okay okay I thought the story writing was bad generally throughout the show. And I just thought they added this match at the end as a way to fill time. And I thought the promo at the end was, was predictable and I didn't like it. Well, I I really,
0: you know, I've been following this match for a while uh, with both of these two guys and, um, Darby Allen coming out on his skateboard. I, I really do like um, his style coming out of Seattle. Uh, really smooth, uh, low key. Doesn't like to do a whole lot of flashy moves. But Pac really pushed him to the limit today. He really pushed him and made him uh, uh, try some different things. You know what I'm saying? He tried to try to make Darby Allen push himself off that top rope, maybe even fall a little bit. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, Darby Allen is always off those ropes, running back and forth doing a lot of roles. And they had a couple of moments in this match that I have to say were pretty good. Um, they had a uh, one of those test of speed type things where they're just back and forth. Oh, it's going to be Pac. It's going to be Darby Allen, And at the end, you know, they're standing off at each other. Um, I, it was a good match to put on a show. Uh, qualifies for the main event? No, but in order to get what they did with Moxley and be able to, you know, address him coming back out from behind the scene. This is a lot of WCW. You have to remember, the back in the day, they loved to cut the cut the end of the show with something happening, and you, you feel like you're missing it. You got to tune in next week. You got to tune in. You know? And so, what they did here was they got themselves a moment, so Darby Allen gets the loss, okay? You got yourself packed, cutting a promo. He's doing pretty damn good. He's got his little accent, and he's saying, Moxler can't come on out. He's already got the alpha eye. And then (laughs) Moxler comes on out, blood dripping off his shoulder.
1: With the alpha eye. With the alpha eye. Got my whole gosh damn get up except for a pink bandana. (laughs) So we have ourselves
0: the finale of this little tournament. And it's happening next week on the
2: boat. Pack what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Well, think think Moxley's going to win. That's pretty obvious. Ah, I mean he has the best storyline, and Pack it, like like you were saying, Alpha Pack is the afterthought. But yeah, man, they can put on a match though. I will say that that man, match that, was awesome.
0: What is? I don't even know what the name is, but uh, I think he calls oh. himself the Black Arrow. Up off the top rope, upside down, flippy floppy.
2: Bam. That is a good
0: move. That is that a good is move. I,
2: awesome move.
0: I, I don't know how much more it would hurt if you just jumped off the top rope with your knees straight to the back. I don't, just a little bit of one knee to the spine. I mean, that probably hurt worse than no, the No, 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 no.
1: No, you got to get the centripetal force. How do you spell that?
0: <laughs> sen <tripical. laughs>
1: I don't know but I think there's a triple in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like us three right here. Got a bunch of good friends. <laughs> yeah. So so uh Alpha, you didn't say who you thought was going to win.
1: Who I think is going to win between John Moxley and the, and the uh guy that kind of plays the same characters, John Moxley's just not quite <laughs> over. Um I'll tell you who I think's going to win. Uh, John Mux, one to know.
0: That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I, I, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go on to Liam, and I'm gonna say Pac's gonna win. And I re- I reckon the reason Pack's gonna win is because he has a friend in the NWO with a number. They call him Six Pack, and Six Pack's gonna come on out. <laughs> he's gonna join the Dark Order, and he's gonna help Pack win. And then they're going to draw this whole match with uh, Moxley and Chris Jericho out to the, to the summer. I mean, I, I see that happening, to be honest, because <laughs> honestly, because John Moxley, he's, he's over. He's, he, they don't need him to have the belt yet. OK, Jericho is going to piss a lot of people off by having to go against Pac. And I do believe that we're going to get as fans, we're going to get a little bit of disappointment next week. And I actually am looking forward to all the tears coming down the baby fish's eyes out in the crowd saying, I want my Moxley. He had his eye stabbed. Oh, poor Moxley.
2: Oh, (laughs) enough of the Moxley. Yeah. So let's get into this, gentlemen. What did you think the high spot of the week was? Well, we're going through that. Well, real quick. uh, No,
0: not yet, not yet. Well, I just want to finish with my little images here. Uh, next week, we got ourselves a steel cage match between Arn Anderson and MJF, and I can't wait. Between, between Arn and Anderson. Anderson, that's what the image shows.
1: Are you, oh, are you I interesting. do.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's in the match. I don't know. You tell me. You talk about Arn Anderson's
0: in the match. I mean, that's what it looks like down here below me, but uh, MJF. Maybe uh, we got Wardlow, Cody Rhodes. I mean, it might be a four-man, every man for themselves. And I just don't see anybody beating Art Anderson,
1: climbing over the
0: top with his shoulder. He
1: can't even lift his arm. <laughs> what do you think the stipulations on how to win this steel cage match is going to be? Is it by pin? First one to climb out? What's going, who's going to win?
2: one by 10 lashes.
1: Yeah, I, I hope it's the blue bars. Remember the old school WWF?
0: Blue barb steel cage match. Uh, I hope it's the blue bars, and I hope, I hope the boat is swaying, and I hope the cage just collapses on them
1: all. <laughs> 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 Holy. Are they going to uh, do this steel cage match on the boat?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. I'd like to see how this is all going to work.
1: That's so- going to be something else, brother. I can't wait to lay my eye on that.
0: So, you're, you're talking, Ricky. You want to get to the next part, and we're, we're running a little bit over, but we have to because Alpha was not here last night, and the fans want to see the Alpha. So, Alpha, hold on one second. Yeah, go ahead and cue it up. I'll try. I'll try. We'll see if I can. Do I
1: need
2: to get and Jeff?
1: now the
2: We we need to get him in there. Holy shit. High spot of the week.
1: (laughs) For the high spot of the week, I have DDP's belly flop. But I actually think the high spot of the week is Darby Allen's crucifix power, or not even a power bomb, that crucifix bomb from the second rope where he flipped old bastard around and flipped him right on his belly. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I gotta go a little different route here and uh, I'm trying not to take a an easy way out but I will say that uh, the entire first match the entire Fatal 4-Way tag match was the high spot of the week uh, there was not one high spot I tried to pick just one but there were so many of in and out up over the top jumping diving bombs and I just say you have yourself a bunch of teams that love to do the the high flying through the air and I say the whole match gets that pick for me. So I spotted the meek, but I gotta give you a runner up, okay? DDP
2: yoga off the top rope was my runner up. And I tip my cap again to that man. See, I knew everybody was gonna say DDP flying off the top as old as he is. So I went I went and uh dug a little deeper and I thought that in the first match, Matt Jackson's front flip to, to Stone Cold Stunner. Had to be my high spot of the week. That was pretty good. I like that as well. Yeah, we the most creative in, in now, I've I've ever seen off the top, bro. I tried to cut you off, but I, I, I didn't mean
1: so to. So we do a promo or
2: what? <laughs> now,
1: the promo of the week. Right. Uh, for me, it's definitely, obviously, the best promo of the night was Cody responding to MJF. And... I don't I don't care for the butt smacks that he's gonna receive on live television. I'm uh, most excited for the cage match with Oddlaw. Wardlow. What's I'm gonna
0: have to go ahead and say that my promo of the week was the dark order and I know I know settle settle down. Oh, all right. Come on,
1: brother. Settle down. Get the hell out of here. You, you
0: Boy, stay over brother. there. No. We're not dark- doing this. No, listen, listen. Okay. These guys have to do something, okay? They're part of the the entire roster. They're trying to build these guys up. And I got to say, we're all thinking it. Who's it going to be? Who's the man behind the mask? What's going on? Who's James Earl Jones? We're all thinking thinking it. They just need to stop. (laughs) You say that, but now they're going to build on that suspense. They're going to take it to the next level. And I got to say... They're trying to—they're trying to do something in this week. That was the best promo I saw. But I do gotta say, Cody Rhodes is the runner-up. But I want to point out one thing: loser of the week for promo, Joey Janela. Get the hell out of here!
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and now <laughs> the storyline
0: story of, of the week. Of the week. All right. Storyline of the week. You know, Rickett, what what were you thinking about storyline?
2: Storyline of the week has to go to the Moxley Inner Circle. I mean, that is the most well written, best uh, played storyline right now. I don't. That's the one I look forward to seeing what's going to happen, and it's got the
1: the best swerves on there. Alpha. That one seems a little bit too uh low-hanging fruit, brother. <clears> I hear what you. What do you what do you got? To, what do you got better? I'll tell you that's two r- of them that I'm more excited about than that. That that and just Joe to get it out true. of the way.
0: And I'm gonna talk over you just to get it out of the way. That's mine. Ricky and I
1: are in cahoots. <laughs> now I'll, I'll tell you, you what the storyline of the week is. I got two of them better than that. All right, what you got? Cody Rhodes, MJF storyline is better than the inner circle. And Mox, I'm just going to say it right now, because Michael Jacob Friedman, (laughs) everybody and their brother wants to see him get his ass kicked. And we got to see Cody Rhodes get through odd law in a cage match. Wardlow. Right on his butt. (laughs) Bless you gets spanked right on his butt (laughs) before it happens. That's number one. Now, the other promo of the week that I just had in my mind, but I forget what it is. We're on storyline. Oh, storyline. The other storyline, they're making Hangman Page an alcoholic (laughs) right in front of our eyes. I love it. Are (laughs) they going to make this Where he gets sober, I mean, I'm wondering where they're going with this. Is he going to go straight alcoholic and start showing up drunk to these matches? Or or are they going to try to make it into a uh, positive uh, getting sober type story? You know,
0: uh, WWE's tried this a few times. And uh, I I, I don't know where they're going to bring it. Um, I'm interested to see, but I, I, I ain't committed to the Omega Hangman Page storyline, like you are, but I am interested. I I, I see both of those are singles wrestlers. Don't
1: but, um, wrong, brother. I don't really care about Omega. I'm just wondering where they're gonna go with the personality of Hangman. Yeah. Does does hangman really have to get sober <laughs> though? I mean,
2: he could be nah. the fun drunk, the cow, the drunken cowboy. I mean, he doesn't need to get sober. I mean Spilling his drink like, on
1: Christopher Angel.
2: Oh,
0: that'd be awesome if he just was always drunk and puked on people. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I got to point out the loser of the week as far as storyline goes, and that is TNTDrama.com. Terrible service. Half the goddamn time, just dropping out. Half the time, just not even buffering, just falling off. And then you got yourself... The second loser of the week. Cut into a goddamn commercial mid-match. I'm sick and tired of it. Jimmy Thompson wants nothing of it. And I addressed it by talking to Cody Rhodes today, saying, what's going on? Why are you doing this to us? I don't make it about the money because Jimmy Thompson has all the money from his sweet corn. Make it about the product. And when you have yourself a nice bowl of steamy rice and corn mixed together, You can have yourself a good product. So make yourself a nice bowl of steamy rice and corn. Are you done? (laughs) I don't don't even
1: know. And now, now,
0: the match match of
1: the week. (laughs) week. Match of the week is obviously the eight-man tag team match or nine-man tag team match, whatever you want to call it, at the beginning of the show. The curtain jerker was by far the best match all night. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. I think
0: I think we're all in agreement here, uh, and we talked a lot about that match. Um, I I would say the runner up would be uh, X Pac and um the 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 Tony Hawk, but uh you know that that was a hell of a match. It was a good match. Now
1: you tell me, was that mat would that match been as good without Orange Cassidy? No, he's a star. <laughs> yes. He, Rick
2: explain yourself. Oh, Orange Cassidy showed up one time during the match. One that's time all it, that's all he needs. That whole match,
1: that and whole he got match. the biggest
2: popski. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He does got the biggest pop. But as far as high spots and creativity and the match um uh, working, they didn't need Orange Cassidy. They needed Orange Cassidy for the pop and that was it. But they got it. They got
1: it. Yes, they'll give it. you that.
2: They
0: got the pop. And you got to have your pops. And now, and now the, the superstar, superstar of
1: the, of the week. week. Go ahead, Jenny, you go first on this one, brother. <laughs>
0: oh, the superstar that we can see announced team. I got to tell you, JR coming on out. <laughs> Call their it like it ears. You got yourself the referee dropped his goddamn dentures on the ground. And Jimmy J- JR absolutely called it out. He said, The referee dropped his dentures on the ground. <laughs> oh, Jimmy T was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy T enjoyed every minute of that. And I got to say, the superstar of the week was good old JR and Tony Schiavone with that hairdo.
1: Oh, he looks so good. When they cut to that Them talking Those three gentlemen The guy with the mask JR And Tony Siobhan (laughs) (laughs) And Tony's just like this
0: (laughs) He looked drunk He looked drunk and high At the same time And I gotta I gotta gotta, Four beers I gotta give a a
1: little
0: I gotta give a shout out To Grampy Back Grampy Back Welcome Back to the show. Rip it back. I don't know what you do to our man Tony Skinavone. Uh you did you did you did you fuck him up? Because he did not look like he was ready to announce a match. And uh he looked like he was ready to get himself some bash at the beach if you know what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he was looking um, like he was having a good time
0: in Miami. <laughs> unbelievable. Now Ricky, who do you have as your superstar of the week?
2: Superstar of the week had to be DDP's old ass. I oh, mean, wow. To come back at, after 20 years of not being on the show uh, and leap off the top rope and hit three or four diamond cutters in a row. Hats off to him. So he's my superstar this week. I agree. Alpha. You agree with that? Oh, oh, I am honored, Jimmy T. <laughs> <You> now,
1: <laughs> DDP was was fine and dandy. Michael Jacob Friedman. That's what I'm calling him from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jacob Friedman is one of the best commodities in AEW. He plays that crap so well and I love it when a superstar carries it over from the <laughs> ring onto social media or, or real life uh and and is always never breaking kayfabe.
0: Yes. Never. And, and between him and Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. I, I gotta say uh AEW's got themselves set for the future. Uh and then you got Darby Allen. Uh you got a couple of people now. I I gotta say there's a few I missed. Uh, I would have just outright Don't given
1: get QT. Oh, I would
2: have
0: given
1: it QT. Yeah, oh,
2: Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's.
0: <laughs> I, I was going to give it to QT, uh, but I, I ended up giving it to the, the announced team. But I will say th- there's a few people we were missing this week and uh, Luchasaurus would have gotten it matching the week hands down just because I love them. I love me some Luchasaurus and I missed you the entire Jungle order? Boy's. Well, probably a little bit. Um, that's uh,
1: dinosaur.
0: You know, they talk about Jimmy T being in his late Twenties and uh I feel already starting to you know the lower back is starting to hurt a little bit. Sitting in this chair looking at you. Tony, get us some better chairs.
2: (laughs) Oh my
1: goodness.
0: So so how do we wrap this up? How do we what do we
1: uh what do we say here? Do we um do we talk a little bit this week's episode on all on all AEW dynamite episode?
0: I mean, it's got to be up there. I, I I actually disagreed with your comment about it not being one of the better ones. Um, I I think there was some, there was some hang ups, there was some hangmans, and uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But we got ourselves the, the the ladies match, which is Jimmy T's favorite part of the show. And Get uh the fuck out of here. I I do want to say I, I forgot to mention my loser of the week for superstar has to be that Luther. I mean. What an intro, what a way to come out out to aew They tell you he's this maniac, this guy with a, a reputation, and he just gets himself a Java status straight out the gate I I, I I don't know. We'll see what happens with Luther, but uh I thought it was a pretty good show, Ricky. what do you say?
2: I thought it was uh middle of the road. I'd give it a C uh, <clears throat> i think I think it was unorganized as far as uh match uh positions. I think they got the main event a little wrong. I think Pack and Darby Allen should have been uh second to last. Yeah. And you should have had your uh Moxley Jericho line as your main event. That would have been I just think the order of the matches was, was off. I think that would have would have bumped uh bumped it up for me if they would have had like the order correct.
0: Now I, I will say this is what episode Ten, 12, I don't know, but they, 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 they're delivering, and they're, they're learning, okay, they're learning as they go, um, maybe middle of the road, maybe top of the notch. Uh, I, I think that every week that they're building it out, and we talked a little bit offline about the, the idea that they're going to 2023 with two episodes a week. I mean, they just want to see it's more not baby face.
2: It's going to be two episodes. It's not going to be two episodes, it's two separate shows.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I hope they, I hope they don't
1: call it. Thunder and Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I'm predicting right now. AEW's second show is going to be titled Baby, Baby Face and the Heel. The, heel. <laughs> the AEW Dynamite Post Show, brother.
0: Ah, that's right. Uh, you know what? I did not check my emails. Maybe that's just a waiting for us. Yes. That's yeah. probably, how, probably how Tony Khan does it. I mean, probably by, a, by email, yeah. Probably by email. So, uh we got ourselves cream fire out there. Cream fire! <laughs> Over there on Facebook. What is this Facebook everyone's talking about?
1: Man, are you late. <laughs> Golly, he's old as corn itself.
0: Oh, we're, we're having fun. Everybody, <laughs> I, I, Jimmy's got to go. I got to get some water for my teeth. And uh Alpha... You're looking sick. I don't know if that's the same jug of alpha juice that you dragged last week. But uh, what you got coming on next week? Are you playing any video games? We're going to be watching oh, the alpha. I'll tell
1: you what, brother. I'm the man of the hour. I'm too sweet to be sour. I'm so good you think I have a gosh damn superpower. I'll be playing Apex Legends for Monday Night Brawl next oh. week. And that's what I'll be doing. And you can get you some of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ricky.
0: What episode just dropped? And what are we looking at for MMA this weekend?
2: That would be episode 60 just dropped yesterday morning. Shit. You guys, check it out. We went down a couple rabbit holes on MMA marks. And this week, you got Saturday night, you got UFC 246, Conor McGregor taking on Donald Cowboy Cerrone. It's going to (laughs) be one hell of a fucking fight. Can't wait. I'm going to cover it. I'm going to be there. Check us out. Real quick, Every what's Thursday. your what's your pick, Rick? Oh, I hope Connor gets his fucking clock cleaned. But you can hope all you want. What's your pick? Try to win a belt. <laughs> I I can't tell you my fucking pick, Alpha. <laughs> what's your pick? I know Rick is gonna pick Connor. Oh, uh, you dirty bastard! You <laughs> damn better believe I'll
1: pick
0: Connor first round finish. Now, I haven't haven't seen much of this Conor McGregor much, but uh, and
1: I'm going to go as far as saying it's going to come from a liver shot, brother. Ooh. Ooh,
0: you think? Wow, you think this nobody jabroni is going to beat the cowboy himself? I don't see it happening. I think the cowboy's that's coming out strong. Hmm. I I love me some Conor McGregor, but uh, I yeah, do believe look. the man,
1: the,
0: liver, the man from the United States is going to take this one. And you can te- you can bet my microphone on that
2: that would be that would be something to see that would be something to see make make sure y'all checking out omega jimmy t on
0: instagram and twitter i am letting everybody know about my sweet corn and letting everybody know that if you have corn in your name i will follow you to the bitter end i want to say real quick the candy corn and corn candy and sweet cornwell December
1: following Oh, yeah. Everybody, check out the panels below. Click all of them. Check out everybody in the backlog network and do it right, goddamn it! Right.